welcome. Hysterical history. I'm Alexis. I'm Haley. And our microphone works sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't. And when you reset it, it automatically mutes itself. It's like, you know what? Nobody wants to hear your nonsense. I know you've plugged me in, but I know you don't really want. <laughs> but you don't want to hear the sound. You right? don't want. You want to pick it up to work though, no. do you? Absolutely not. Mm. Anyway, hello. Um, this is Circle History, a comedy history podcast. Comedy first, history second or third. Comedy first? Depending. Um, today, we're going to talk about a new term that I learned recently. <gasps> a nude term? Nope. Oh. A new term. <laughs> okay. Uh, communist mummies. Oh, of course. Everybody knows. Of course. <laughs> Very regular. If you're going to have a mummy, it might as well be a communist mummy. It might mummy. as well be communist. <laughs> it may as well mm-hmm. be the people's mummy. And I'm not talking about ancient mummies that we're assuming have communist beliefs. <laughs> I'm talking about communist leaders who are then transformed into quote-unquote mummies um, because I think that's just the term we're using for, like, preserving them for lack of decay. Because that's, like, kind of the point of mummies, sure. right? Is so that you don't um, go away. Your body's still there, mm-hmm. even if weird. Yeah. But I, these ones... Even if weird? ...are on display. Uh, and mean, they're still weird. <laughs> yeah. But you can see them. Whereas, you know, ancient Egyptians were smart enough and they put them in a box because they were like, well, no one needs to see this. They didn't have the technology to make see-through marble. <laughs> it's if true. If they had... What I'm, were they supposed to do? I'm curious. <laughs> I'd like to see it. Um, but so, obviously, we're going to start with the most famous communist mummy, the one who started it all, Mr. Vladimir Lenin. I'm like, from the Beatles. <laughs> the Beatles. Lenin. No, no, no. The other one. Put me in a box. The one that there's a statue of Lenin uh, in Seattle. Mm-hmm. That people keep trying to get rid of, but they can't because it's on private property. It's, uh, it's incredible. <laughs> but you can see it. It's like, like from the street. It's in a main square, <laughs> yeah. like a main. That someone just still has a house there, and they're like, you know who we should put up? <laughs> Lenin. <laughs> it's communist, and we shouldn't have it. It's like, it's on private property. We can't. So you can't. You can't do anything about it. Hilarious. Unfortunately. <laughs> it's a really big statue, or too. And it's huge. It's big. Like I so said, you see it from the street. Anyway. Um, Lenin's real name is not Lenin. Spoiler alert. Shocker to everyone. Ringo. His name is... <laughs> his name is Ringo Starr. <laughs> be so funny. Um, his name is Vladimir uh, Ilyik Ilyanov. That's his birth name. Okay. But hard to pronounce. Probably not to Russians, but for me. Yeah. So I appreciate that he changed. <laughs> for me, specifically. If you don't know things about Lenin... <laughs> He mm. uh, led the October Revolution in 1917, which I, Haley and I talked about recently. I was like, that's weird because that means it was over 100 years ago. Right? And that feels incorrect. Like just recently uh, over 100 years ago. Yeah. Which feels weird, but is true. Yeah. Just by dates. Just by dates. Uh, and he started the Soviet Union in Russia. Yeah. What, what is the October Revolution? Uh, communists take over Russia. Take yeah. out the uh, regency, essentially, mm-hmm. and uh, for the people, for the, for the people, it not go so good as you probably know. Yeah, well, <laughs> especially if you're like the czar. And the biggest, I think, the 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 biggest problem with uh, their revolution is that Lenin dies in 1924. Yeah. he's only alive for like seven years after this big event. 
where we're supposed to, like, keep the momentum. And he's the idea man, right? Mm -hmm. He's the one with the, like, big dream kind of modified Marxism to make it, like, Mm -hmm. we're all going to work together. Yeah. Uh, He's the idealist, and uh, he dies pre-fast. And there's a huge power vacuum. Yeah. And uh, people ready to take it over and— exploit it to their benefit as strongly as possible. And how. And how. And how. (laughs) But we're not going to talk about that too much anymore because we're mostly about Lenin's body. (laughs) His his new mummy body. So he suffered, we presume, a stroke in 1924 Mm. that made him die. Wink. Wink. (laughs) There are some pathologists who are still arguing about whether or not it was a stroke or if they thought he had neurological complications of tertiary syphilis Mm. or maybe both. Could be both. Um, There are other people who think he was poisoned Mm. uh, with a poison that can give you strokes. So, like, possible. Uh, But it was a stroke from something or just in and of itself, Mm -hmm. you know. It's like having, you know, like when you have a, oh, our power might go out. Uh Uh-oh. That's fun. Um... It's like when you have a heart attack, and it's like sometimes you have a heart attack from something, and mm-hmm. sometimes you just have a heart attack. Yeah. So it's like hard to but say. A, a heart attack was involved. Yeah. So this is a stroke happened, mm-hmm. and he died. Oh, this, the poison is it's an arsenic compound called selvarsen, which was developed by Dr. Paul Ehrlich in 1909 to treat syphilis. Mm. So it's like it could be all three. <laughs> it, it could be all of them. All of them. How? Fun. Why not? How fun. I like the idea of treating syphilis with arsenic. That's a wow. Okay. Well, sure. Why not? Why not? I, I mean, guess. toxicology and pharmaceuticals is just one coin, the dark side and the light side dosage. And the thing is, we could know if he had syphilis, except I have a quote that says, unfortunately, we may never know the precise answer unless the Moscow Institute of the Brain releases their precise postmortem findings. Until then, the autopsy slices of Lenin's brain remain locked, locked away. Mm. So they have his brain on slices. Yeah. That they could test. Brain on us. slice. By the slice. It's in like a, the Institute of Brain. Russian deli of the brain. <laughs> Moscow Institute of the Brain. And it, I, I'm pretty sure it's just Lenin's brain. They have a whole institute for just his brain. Yeah. I don't think they kept anyone else's. <laughs> well, who? I mean, yeah. But they're like, he's the mind behind, you know, he's the idea man, and they want to study his brain to find the ideas. I, I don't think, I don't think that's how... It works. No, probably um, not. But, you know, they would know better than I would. <laughs> they would know better than me. Do I have brains on slices? No. <laughs> no. no. But they created the Brain Institute, like, pretty soon after he died, a specific role for studying his extraordinary abilities, mm. which makes it sound like he's a superhero. His <laughs> mind control <laughs> powers. His superpowers. <laughs> which is weird. His telekinesis. His wife, uh, Nadezhda Krupskaya uh, wrote in January 30th, 1924, soon after his death, um, in Pravda newspaper, I have a big favor to ask of you. Do not let your grief of Illich go into eternal adoration of his personality. Do not erect monuments to him, build palaces in his name, organize magnificent ceremonies in his memory uh, to all of this. Uh, During his lifetime, he paid so little attention uh, he was paid so little attention. All this was a burden to him. So basically, like, he doesn't want to be memorialized. Don't do that. Please. Well, you should have um, 
should not have been a woman and a wife, I guess. <laughs> yeah, nobody cares what you think. I guess Lennon also said he wanted to be buried, please. Oh. And um, no, obviously not. What happens to you afterwards is none of your business. Uh, yeah, not when your body belongs to the state. It's mm-hmm. communism. Too bad Maybe you started this. This is your <laughs> fault. <laughs> so mean. And he's like, wait, but I, that wasn't what I meant. And they're like, no, it's what we meant. Victim blaming him for, <laughs> for dying. For dying. It's your fault. Um, so his body was placed on view for about a week. Uh, he also died, like I said, in January, so it's cold, which it's always cold. You oh, know? so they, like, have him on ice for a week? Uh, not so much on ice, but it's just, like, so cold in general Yeah, because it's Russia in January mm-hmm. that uh, the decay isn't as much of a concern. Because I'm like, a week is kind of a long time. It is, but it's so cold. And, like, apparently they had extremely cold temperatures that year specifically mm-hmm. that they were uh, surprised at how little he decayed in oh. being, you know— out for a week. Ooh, if it was any earlier, they would say he was like a saint or something. <laughs> yeah. Because of the lack of decay is like right. a one thing it can be considered a miracle when they're yeah. looking to canonize you. Uh, it's called incorruptibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I looked it up because I was like, it's weird that communist regimes are doing this because this is what they do as saints. I mean, and you're all like anti religion. <laughs> It's well. That's I, that. Maybe that's part of it. Is it's really difficult when you have a country and a people who are they desperately want to be orthodox. Yes, uh, and you, they have Russian Orthodox specifically. You've taken it away from them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are you going to put in its place? It's going to be a fervent belief in something. Right. Right. The communism doesn't eliminate religion. It just makes your religion the state. Mm-hmm. It makes you like worship the government, basically, yeah. which is like maybe not its intent. I don't think so. But uh, that is what happens. Yeah. I don't know if like Lenin would have been like, listen, we need yeah, to. Probably. I'm, I mean, probably not. I am the saint now. <laughs> no, he no, clearly wanted not that to happen. Actually, it's just it's really easy to slip in there with yeah. something else. Right. Um, but so the frozen state of him, um, the frozen state of him, of him, mm-hmm. um, gave them a lot more time to be like, what should we do with this body? Oh, now they've man. got time to think of things. Oh, because it's it. cold. <laughs> um, and a, a lot of them are opposed to keeping him preserved. Um, they want him to be buried. They think that's appropriate. It's what he asked for. It's what mm-hmm. his wife asked for. You know, party members who like are close to him are like, this isn't a good idea. I don't think we should do that. But then other party members are like, we should definitely keep him out because apparently they got um, more than 500,000 people had queued up to pay their respects to him in that one week. Mm -hmm. And they got a bunch of telegrams, 10,000 allegedly, Mm. saying, hey, can you keep him because I want to travel to see him. Oh, yeah. Right, because everyone's really upset. And it takes a while. It's the 20s to travel, and it's Russia. So they're like, hey, could you leave him so that I can come? Um, I don't know if that's true, so I say alleged, um, mm-hmm. because that could just be the argument of, like, well, the people want to see him. Right. We have to do what the people want. Right. We are literally communists for the people. Mm-hmm. Um, so eventually the party decides uh, that they're going to entomb him to, like, be a pilgrimage for the working class. It's Mecca now. Yeah. There he's, you go. He's the stone. Come look at him. Exactly. <laughs> they're yeah. combining all religions, Christianity, <laughs> Islam, all in one. Uh, we all just, Super religion. We all just want, like, one place to go to solve all our problems, yeah, you know? It's all right. we really want. So, But they want to avoid, like we were just talking about, incorruptibility, uh, churchy arguments, because that's 
religion and we're anti-religion. Mm-hmm. So they're like making it really clear to the public, like this is going to be done with science. Mm-hmm. Okay, scientists are are our brilliant minds are going to do this. Our br- with the power of our brains, with our p- power of Lenin's Brain Institute, Soviet science. We have them in slices. <laughs> they're like, well, I don't need to know that. I don't think you've really taken the I, glamour of it. I want to know less out for me. I learned while looking at this. I read a different article. It's completely unrelated mm-hmm. to this. And I can't use for an episode, so I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> Apparently, there's a museum in Russia, in Moscow, presumably, um, a, for Lenin that is has, like, uh, like, videos they play of, like, slideshow to be, like, Lenin's life or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, um, that is currently being run, all of those, on an Apple II. Oh. Huh. In the 2020s, <laughs> they're using an Apple II computer that they snuck in, <laughs> like, during the Cold War. Wow. And are still using that same computer. Huh. And I'm just like, why? I mean, that's pretty advanced. I guess you could. <laughs> I guess? No. Just, I guess if it works, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, but, when, like, when you think about how strange. the incredibly outdated technology that's running, like, the nuclear silos, sure, etc. Sure. Fair. Having an Apple II run your Lenin Museum is fine. Yeah, and it's like how many people are even going? Seems you know, fine. it's like okay. I mean, good for you. That's a really long-lasting computer. It is. I mean, good job, Apple. Wow. <laughs> really created some solid products there. Anyway, in March of 2014, Vladimir Vorobiev, a physicist, and Boris Zabarsky, a biochemist, both of whom are Jewish, I guess. Mm. Um, of the Moscow Medical Institute are asked uh, to use their skills to make Lenin's body last forever. <laughs> wow. Eternal corpse. They're like metaphorically or like literally? I don't know. Because we could just shoot him into space. <laughs> make him a star. <laughs> Beautiful star, <laughs> Lenin. Uh, do we have the technology at the time to shoot him into space? I not no. sh- I don't think we do. We do not. He was actually the first human in space, <laughs> Lenin. Pew! Um, so his corpse has been in that location ever since. Um, they had an issue. Uh, oh, except, sorry. It took a vacation one time, mm. the corpse, is how they described it. Took a trip. To Timon, Siberia in March of 1945. The Germans come yeah. into Russia. Mm. And they're worried that they're going to take his body. Oh, yeah. Or something. Or like bomb it or yeah. something. Yeah. So then he they had to move him to Siberia. This is what Russia's worried about when the Germans invade. They're like, but wait a minute. What if they hurt <laughs> Lenin's dead body? I mean, you can make more citizens. You can't make more Lenins. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Move his brain slides and his body to Siberia. He'll be safe. Mm-hmm. They, no, they'd never go there. Come. No one will willingly. What if they lost him? <laughs> And this one's fake <gasps> conspiracy. Well, and then there's just like Lenin is somewhere in Siberia. <laughs> we'll talk about lost ones later. Um, but so, yeah. I, and it just makes me, once again, I want a realistic TV show 
about all just the dumbest things about World War II. Oh, yeah. Just, like, the stupid amount of pigeons that are in the air. Yeah. Just, like, hot air balloons that are just up there for some reason. Like, they're, a whole episode is about them moving Lenin's body because that's what they're worried about. <laughs> and it's it's so, like, stupid. And, yeah. And, like, comedy of errors because it's so heavy. <laughs> yep. It's, it's, and it has to have that thing, like, when South Park talked about Scientology where it flashes on the screen, this is what Scientologists really believe. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, this act actually happened. This is actually based on real events. This is real. I promise this isn't a joke. We didn't make this up. This is from actual factual knowledge. So they're preserving Lenin's corpse. Mm-hmm. The problem is, um, they that wasn't the, like, original first plan, right? Like, He's, they were going to bury him. Yeah. So they've already removed his arteries and veins. Oh, just, like, slipped him out? Just cut him out. Mm. Which the guy who did it was like, well, if they told me we were going to do this, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. Obviously. It's a lot uh, Hello. <laughs> easier to get materials around the body when you have a circulatory have system. Have a circulatory system. Yeah. Mm. So because of that, they had to come up with different techniques. We had to tube him up. New technology. Ooh. Some of which is they like just for certain areas of his body just directly inject whatever into oh. the muscle tissue. Whatever, which is nasty. Uh, But they also created, like, a suit that he wears. I thought you were going to say a soup. Nope. (laughs) They make a soup? They make a soup. He wears a plastic suit Mm -hmm. that essentially acts as a circulatory system on the outside to deliver it all around to, like, specific areas. I think it has, like, little needles that go into specific spots so that it, like, distributes the product. Over the whole body. Oh, they made him a needle suit. And he wears it all the time. Oh. So, like, underneath, he's wearing, like, a blue wool suit, usually, uh-huh. and, like, a polka dot tie, in case you're wondering what he's wearing. I was. <laughs> I was. And underneath that, he has a weird plastic suit that distributes his, like, juices. I'm picturing, like, <laughs> a plastic Iron Maiden that's real close to the skin. Mm, yeah. I Same, um, except for not his face, obviously. Yeah. And, uh, or anywhere visible, like, not his hands and things. And then uh, I picture it being the exact same sco- like color as his actual skin. Mm-hmm. Skin color. So then yeah. it's just like he's like a weird like Ken doll. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, like, I guess really he's wearing gross. plastic and then you peel it off and there's just needles all yeah. everywhere. Yeah. I, this is so disturbing. The two-layer rubber suit fitted over the corpse in order to keep a thin layer of embalming agents circulating at all times. Mm, hate that. It's really gross. <laughs> I was reading I was playing D&D with my like lady group and I was reading this while we were playing mm-hmm. while I was like on downtime for other people's turns and I'm just like making the weirdest faces and I'm like I promise it's not about you. <laughs> they put him in a needle suit. I can't read Ooh. this without making faces. I think this was about the same time you told me, "Oh, it's going to be a mummy episode." And I was excited cuz I love mummies. Yeah. And I'm like, "They used to eat those." And you're like, not these ones. Not these ones. And I was really excited to hear about <laughs> the kind of mummies that I wouldn't want to eat. I wouldn't want Like, you'd want to eat regular ones? <laughs> I mean, not all of them. Come on. Not like the bog ones. They're, no. they're probably, like, you know, really acidic. Don't and... eat any mummies ever. Don't eat any mummies? Don't. What? A, mm. Nope. None of them. <laughs> uh, Russian scientists have kept 
you know, there's secrets a secret mostly. Like they don't tell you what's in the fluid, I don't think. Mm-hmm. And they won't – I don't think they've actually showed pictures of like the suit or anything. They just like have described it, you know, to various mm-hmm. people. I guess in the 90s they were more open about it because like – uh, you know, communism ended. <laughs> you know, wall come down. So they were like, they were willing to like be interviewed. I guess they made a documentary about it that you can't find anymore. Um, but now they've like clamped back down on it. So they're like, don't talk about it. Yeah. Nobody talk about it. Um, but anyway, so yeah, he's in, he's been in Red Square uh, preserved since uh, 1924. Wow. Which is almost 100 years now. Yeah, very close to 100 years. Three years in the future, it'll be 100 years since he died and he's still there. And he mm. looks like, honestly, pretty normal. Like, for what you'd assume from body decay, he like his skin looks like it's a pretty regular color, like probably what he looked like while he was alive. Ugh. Obviously, he's got the weird suit on under the suit. And like his top suit that you see is like tailored to fit around the skin suit. Mm. So like... Oh, skin so suit? Don't... <laughs> so, I don't know. Don't the plastic it. suit. Mm-hmm. Um, so like... But it's weird how normal he looks. Mm-hmm. And it's creepy because it just looks like he's sleeping. But you know he's dead. And you know he's been dead for almost 100 years. So, like, looking at him is upsetting to me. I don't know how people look at him and are just like, oh, there's Lennon. Like, it creeps. It's creepy. <laughs> there he is. It's creepy. <laughs> it's communism granddad. It's upsetting. There he is. I just saved this for October, but I didn't. Uh, I got too excited. Yeah. <laughs> I had to learn about it you immediately. You got to do it now. Because I, I've told you this already, but. I was looking, you know, I was thinking about Lennon, and then I learned that they keep Mao in a box. And I was like, hold on. You gotta keep Mao in a box. Hold on. <laughs> you gotta. Because I was, it was a Russian thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's like a communist thing, I guess, because they're also communists, right? Sure. And then I was like, do they keep the Kims in a box, like in North Korea? The most specialist box you've ever seen, i sure. And <laughs> then that led me to this article about the mummies. Yes. Um, which is an Atlas Obscura article. I forgot to look up who wrote it. Atlas Obscura at it again. If you do Atlas Obscura, Communist Mummies, that was my main source. I also read a lot specifically about what they do for Lennon because the other ones are at the end are just like more people. But apparently they all kind of use the same techniques. Sure. Because they just uh, contract out the Russians to do it. <laughs> Send the boys. Send them around. Send them in. You know who gets to go to North Korea? Russian scientists to keep the Kims looking good. Which Ooh. is weird because, like, I'll get to it, but, like, the, <laughs> the Kims aren't even on public display. They're, like, private display. Mm-hmm. So it's like, who cares, you well, know? they do. They don't want to look at nasty, decayed Kims. I guess, but it's like, you know, Lenin is in Red Square. Like, uh, Mao is in Tiananmen Square. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they're very public. <laughs> they're very viewable. Whereas the Kims are like, eh, eh. They're behind the door. They're locked in a government building because they don't want anyone to do anything to them. You know? I, I mean, how how mean do I want to get with the joke <laughs> is the thing. Uh, let's just move on. Yeah. <laughs> um, called the Mausoleum Group, the people mm-hmm. who take care of them now. Uh, they work at the Moscow Center of Scientific Research and Teaching Methods in Biochemical Technologies. I'm sure. So they have a whole thing they do they're like teachers it's like it's like their weekend gig but i also learned that lennon used to have a friend Mm, did he (laughs) sort of um because when stalin died they did the same thing i don't were they friends 
They were like they. I mean, they were next to each other in the boxes. That's what I mean. They're friends. <laughs> that's the ultimate friends. <laughs> they weren't friends like in real life. <laughs> they were. Oh, that's the worst thing. Imagine getting yeah. uh, boxed next to someone who kind of like ruined your vision for yeah, the entire and you world. Yeah, you hated because they like messed it all up. You just took mm-hmm. all your dreams and set them on fire. Just ruined it entirely. Huh. And they put him right next to you in another For, box. Forever. <laughs> Not forever for Stalin, though. Mm. Um, so Stalin dies in uh, 1953. His body is embalmed, and they decide to put him next to Lenin, right? Mm-hmm. Just our collection of leaders. Put him in a box. Them all in the boxes. Put him in a box. Put him in a box. I'm, like, trying to imagine them doing this in America, and it's the creepiest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Yeah. You know, like, H.W. died not too long ago, and he's just, like, going to be in a box where we can look at him. No, let him go. I don't want to look at him. I don't want to. I never wanted to before. I don't want to (laughs) now. No, thank you. Listen, some faces were not meant to last forever. (laughs) It's so true. (laughs) Whether or not you replace them and things. Oh, speaking of which, uh, not all of Lenin is his original form. Um, They replaced, like, he has apparently fake eyelashes because when Mm. they did the initial... uh, like embalming, the eyelashes came off. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's like, you know, how they just fall off sometimes. It's like they just all fell off. Hell yeah! You know when the formaldehyde go in, you just start losing. Yeah, your hair. he's got falsies on all he's the time. He's pretty, like a hairless boy all the way down. I think they use Ardell wispies. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like five different discreet lashes on each eye. They probably like do individual queen. ones. You know, like he gets lash extensions. I want to know what kind of life the Lennon's body's beautician lives. Yeah, like, I, I I assume they probably just have a mortician who's used to doing it. They but. have people who check him every day mm-hmm. to see if anything is a weird happening, you know, just to, like, double check in case they have a problem they need to fix, like, immediately. But, like, when they're uh, hiring for that position, you have to go through all the security channels, and they're like, right. also, do you know how to attach false eyelashes? They're actually worried, I guess, that... They're going to have a problem with that in the future because the younger generation is not as interested in his corpse. And so they're worried that, like, they're not going to be able to hire anybody who's going to want or, like, who's going to want to train to do it. I bet you will. I think so. There's always some weirdo. They might have to import people. But, like, either way, I think somebody will do it. People might not be into him for uh, communist reasons. Yeah. Uh, but there's always someone into history and, like, dead bodies. Science. Yeah, and yeah. science. Like, this is – and it's, like, that's got to be a pretty prestigious job, you know? So it's, right? like, I mean, I think someone will do it. Someone will do Even it. if they don't care about him specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but – well, because, yeah, like, now feelings about Lenin are different, right? Because it's, like, it used to be, like, oh, he did this great thing for us that, like, whatever, and then it went bad. <laughs> and so now they're, like, maybe that wasn't the best thing to do. And then – and now it's kind of like medium about him. But still a very a positive, very important scientific experiment. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, too, parts of him, I guess, uh, I think, like, something happened to one of his feet, and they either mm-hmm. had to replace it or, like, a large piece of it now is, like, putty or something. Putty. I mean, you don't see his feet, so it's fine. But, like, you know. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised that the whole thing isn't fake. No, I guess most of it's still his skin. I mean, he has the suit on, mm-hmm. but, like, apparently most of his body is still his own skin and everything. Because, I mean. Um, they also have, like, a, a time, I don't know where it is my notes, but a time where they, like, 
for, I think it's like a month and a half, they have to take a break from viewing him because they have to put him in like different baths of chemicals for like three weeks at a time, like three different chemicals. <laughs> like developing an old photograph. Yeah. Oh, I think it's two weeks at a time. So like three different chemical stages that they like bath, bath, bath. Mm. And then he's like fresh again. Right he now. comes out beautiful, hydrated. He has to have a spa. He got to have Like a month spa. and a half. <laughs> and then he's ready to go. Uh, he gets all he comes out For all your viewing pleasure, mm, all juicy, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Anyway, uh, so Stalin, like I said, they put him in in 1953, but then uh, by 1961, they're like, I don't think we like Stalin anymore. <laughs> you know, de-Stalinization is happening, and so on. Freaking Halloween in 1961, they remove him. Ooh. Which is so creepy. Like, why do they have to do it on Halloween? Why do you do it on Halloween? I don't know if Russians do Halloween, but it's still creepy. <laughs> Just do it on the 1st. Do it. November 1st. Do it any, literally any other day. Stop it. Any, just pick one. And then he's just gone? That's so scary on Halloween. He just disappears. <laughs> like, where Stop. is Where is it? No. You can't let him loose in the world. And you so they, they buried him, you know. Um, but, yeah, they decided they didn't like him. And so the same at that time, right, because they took down Stalin, they were like, well, should we take down Lenin? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, since we're already talking about taking him down. And, uh, obviously, they decided no. Because um, <laughs> we dislike them. For different reasons. Yeah. Um, I have a quote that says, Lenin has been lonely ever since. No. (laughs) Article. Involve him like a cat or something. Yeah, get him a pet. Get him a hamster. (laughs) But, um... Oh, can you imagine, like, a little embalmed hamster floating in his goo with him? (laughs) So gross. Like a little toy duck in a bath. So nasty. (laughs) He wouldn't be lonely. I thought you were going to be so grossed out. You're like... Sorry. I had to vomit real quick. <laughs> Sorry. I had to vomit. Um, but, yeah, so they discussed, like, should we do something with him? Flush him. And and I was always told, like, half the people wanted to bury him and half people wanted to, like, burn him because mm-hmm. they were like, I hate him. And so then they didn't. But basically, from what I read, it was, like, people do want him buried when they're, like, polled. Um, but then the government's like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> we don't want to. So they don't. Um, Honestly, shoot him into space. I still think that's a great idea. Well, and it's weird because uh, there are things. Oh, here's the the bath solutions in case you science nerds are curious. The first one is uh, glycerol solution, formaldehyde, potassium acetate, alcohol, hydrogen peroxide, acetic acid, and acetic sodium. I don't think that's the first one. I think that's the many of them. This is all of them? Multiple baths. Okay. So that's that's what they're doing. Dunking him to keep him alive. Don't do this at home. Please. Dunk. Please. Dunk on him. Don't do this. Kobe. Um, this costs the Russian government uh, 13 million rubles a year, which is uh, $200,000. Honestly, super cheap. Not that bad. Super cheap. Not too bad. For what they're doing? Yeah. <laughs> Not bad. Uh, I mean, once you've already started it, you have the technology. It probably was way more expensive when it happened, yeah. right? But now that they've, like, got it down to the science, it's easy. What do they do with his uh, veins? I don't know. I assume th- they threw him away. They just tossed him. <laughs> I don't threw, know. Threw him in the sink. Um, Food processor. And like I said, yeah, he, and he gets a fresh coating of embalming fluid every other year for, like, his whole body. Mm, that's like the full wax and shine. Mm-hmm. The process, uh, I have a quote that says, process that involves submerging the body in separate solutions that I mentioned, and then to maintain the precise condition of Lennon's body, the staff must perform regular maintenance on the corpse and sometimes even replace parts of his body. Like I said, his eyelashes they replaced. Um, 
They have to deal with wrinkles on certain part of his body they get rid of. Just give him some filler, you know, good to yeah. go. Botox that man. You don't have to worry about disease. <laughs> He's dead. Slowly, bit by bit, he is going to be Pump plastic. Pump full of Botox. <laughs> Just Botox him. Um, yeah, and one of his piece of skin on one of his foot went missing in 1945, which is when they moved him and the Germans might have taken it. So, you know. I don't like missing. Missing. Right. That presumes that someone snuck in, stole a piece of his foot skin, and then they came back and they were like, where did it go? Or a scientist took it as a souvenir mm-hmm. because they do that, you know? I mean, I would. I mean, <laughs> I why would. not? I would. They also had to re-sculpt his nose, face, and other parts of his body to restore them to their original feel and appearance. Feel? Why does it matter? Feel. Who's touching him? <laughs> Just the scientists, and they want him to feel human. <laughs> it distresses the scientists it, when he doesn't feel it, good. I don't like feel because then it feels like we're in, like, sex doll territory, you know? They're like, well, yeah. he doesn't feel human. I'm like, I don't. Does it matter? Yuck. He's not. He isn't. Um, and they the material they use is made of paraffin, glycerin, and carotene. Uh, that's replaced much of the skin fat and maintained the original landscape of the skin. They landscape him. It's gross. I hate they it. manscape him. They manscape him. <laughs> last year, uh, from when this article was written, which I think it was a couple years ago, obviously not last year, um, 2.5 million people entered to look at him. That's a lot of people. <laughs> I, I didn't think that many people were two like, point, still looking at him. 2.5 million yeah. entered. One <laughs> leaves. <laughs> <laughs> the people versus Lenin. Lenin, who will not die. He's That's what they're doing. They're harvesting, like, human, you know, living humans Ooh, to keep him alive. That's rough. <laughs> That'd be a good, like, uh, Black Mirror episode or something. Ooh, yeah, it would. Call us. <laughs> I've just told you the premise, so you can just use that's it. That's a freebie. Really. You're welcome. I have so many more ideas from real-life things. We can educate him. Black- Let's do Black Mirror, <laughs> except for it's actual reality. Black Mirror, but every time one of my tweets gets a like, I get a treat. Yeah. We're going to frame, it's going to be Black Mirror, except it's going to be real historical events that we're going to frame like they're very scary and unrealistic. <laughs> and then at the end of every one of them, it says, based on true story. Mm-hmm. Based <laughs> on like, what? real facts. I don't want it to be. <laughs> what? Um, that's like every Black Mirror episode. Except for all of these are going to be actual true stories. Those (laughs) ones are still slightly fictionalized. Uh So, like I said, they polled people and they were like, you should bury him. And then they said, we don't care. You know what? Polls are stupid. I hate it. I mean, Uh, (laughs) this is Russia we're talking about. They've never liked polls. Never one time have I cared. Um, Yurchak is a, I think he's he's a Russian, but he's an American uh, professor at Berkeley. Okay. Okay. and he is the one kind of giving a lot of this information because he has, like, been studying Lenin's corpse for, like, decades. It's, like, his main thing. Mm-hmm. And he has a lot of contacts there to, like, the specifics of, like, what they're doing and everything. Which is why we know, even though they don't like to talk about it anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently he documented that not only, you know, obviously are they keeping Lenin in pretty good condition, but because of the, like, technology that they've invented— uh, the, the equipment and, like, technology they've invented to help Lennon's corpse has also um, been helpful for living people. Um, they designed something that helps keep blood flow um, mm-hmm. during uh, kidney, like, donation. Sure. So that while they switch it out, it keeps going and, like, to help it flow for your new kidneys. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also a 
non-invasive three-drop test to measure cholesterol in skin tissues. Huh. Um, both of which have been, like I said, helpful to alive people. So, like, thank you? <laughs> people that aren't weird skin mummies. So, like, thanks. I guess thanks. Science has uses. Yeah. That aren't um, weird state cult fetishisms. Yeah. So, like, maybe it's a good thing. <laughs> Of course it's a good of thing. Of course. Things can be weird and off-putting and still be good things. Still be, like, useful. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to the Kims. <laughs> the Kims. By whom I mean Kim Jong-il and Kim Il-sung, um, who are father and grandfather, respectively, to Kim Jong-un. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are in Kum Suzon uh, Memorial Palace. On the edge of Pyongyang, um, the great leader and eternal president, president uh, is Kim Il-sung, which is weird because, you know, they have had president since then. So yeah. then I'm like, are you the eternal president? They're just, are they, like, possessed with your spirit? What's happening? I, you know. Someone I, explain the lore to me. <laughs> the lore? Yep. Um, I have a quote that says, The process of paying respects to Kim Il-sung on the anniversary of his birthday consisted of half a day parade of pomp and circumstance. I hate parades. This sounds like the worst thing possible. Well, For it to be half a day? Yeah. Whenever dictatorships do parades, <sighs> it's kind of the worst of every world. <laughs> yep. Uh, and it includes a full tour of the mausoleum, forceful usage of wind tunnel and rubber rollers against Ooh. the soles of their shoes to remove filth from visitors, oh. never-ending Kafkin hallway pulsating to the tunes of mournful <laughs> socialist realism music. <laughs> I love that. And more, I, according to people who have been there. I've been to art installations like that. It's very fun. Yeah. Except for this one specifically for Kim Il-sung. There was one in uh, the Milwaukee Art Museum where you could hear like this this heavy bass sound. Yeah. That kind of sounded like this is going to this is an old reference now, but in the first Lord of the Rings movie, uh-huh. you hear like the drums in the deep. Right. It's like that kind of sound mm. and you you follow it around hallways and like down through like different doorways into this dark room where there's just this giant like 40 foot by 40 foot screen with a oh. pulsing heart Hate like, that. in someone's chest. Hate that. Uh, and it's like, okay, cool. It's art. <laughs> hate it. I hate art. I hate art. Gross. But I love art. But yeah, you would like it. Uh, that sounds something that is terrible to me. It is it is terrible, and I love it. Yeah, it's but it's just terrible to me. There's no love. <laughs> it just sounds like it's a miserable waste of time Yeah. to me. And I love it. Right. <laughs> But there's no love. There's no love. Uh, as they said in Kim Jong-il's anthem, mm-hmm. no motherland without you. Mm. <laughs> Even though he's not mo- I don't. Mm. A no. song taught to every North Korean. The quote is, even if the world changes hundreds of times, people believe in you, comrade Kim Jong-il. We cannot live without you. Our country cannot exist without you. Well, there you go. That's why they do it. They have to keep them preserved or else their country will, I don't know, vanish, explode. Yeah. He's like a <laughs> – they're like gods. You can't just, like, toss them in a ditch. Yeah. So they have to keep them. Um, and they apparently paid the Russian embalmers <laughs> to do this. They, they got the – Call the experts. The best boys. Uh, and they paid apparently at least a million dollars for the preservation of just Kim Il-sung. Wow. Um, so they're making that money – Contracting out. It's is like, what I'm saying. And for honestly pretty cheap. 
Only a million. Yeah. I mean, they have to come. They're still paying for them to come back to, like, double check them. Or oh, to either, like, sure. teach the techniques or whatever. That's just for the initial, I think. But, like. But then you're, like, on contract. Still, that's, like, that's, <laughs> that's, like, that's nothing. It's not too much. It, it's a ton for me, a normal human. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> but when you're the head of a dictatorship government. Where you have all the money. Uh, or just, like, any, I don't know. Random rich person in the world. Sure. If you're a billionaire, think yeah. of all the people. Elon can, Musk, go ahead. He can embalm everyone he knows. It's so gross. Yeah. Um, shortly after that, uh, or shortly after Kim Jong-il's death was announced on December 17th, 2011, they weren't sure if they were going to keep him or not, I guess. It was kind of like up for debate about whether or not they were going to keep him because his dad's the one that's the eternal president. Right. But then they just said they can't exist without this guy. So, like, I think you have to. Um, you kind of, you got to commit. Uh, but they waited a whole year after his death to reveal that his body had been mummified. Uh, um, why? And he's still, I don't know. It, oh. they, and it was like a, an exactly a year from his death. Uh, maybe it just took a long time or like maybe they want to keep people in suspense. I don't know. It's just a fun surprise. <laughs> but he was still wearing his legendary jumpsuit that he wore all the time. He did love that jumpsuit. Um, they also... Have other things on display with his body, including uh, his armored train carriage, a yacht, a parka, sunglasses, and pointy platform shoes that he liked a lot. Well, uh, also huh. there is a <laughs> there's a what is the right word display of his uh, work desk mm. that still has a MacBook Pro open. <laughs> Quote, ready to send the emails of the Supreme Leader. Sponsored by <laughs> Apple. They love Apple products and communist dictatorships. You know, everyone does. You know what? Everybody does. Have you ever seen a movie or TV show? Apple products. Apple. Apple's taken over Hollywood. Apple's taken over communism. <laughs> <laughs> they just like that sleek design. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Probably a little bit harder for various governments to hack you sure just a little bit a little bit slightly that's easy. why i like them <laughs> that's I'm why i'm like try to give me a virus don't though please <laughs> come, don't come at me please don't though. government <laughs> um moving on to our next favorite communist dictator that's now a mummy <laughs> ho chi Minh. oh we we got him we got him we're in Hanoi. Not as uh, not as famous surely but he should nope. be he should be he should be he has the body count um and I have a quote that says, despite having explicitly stated his desire to be cremated, the Ho Chi Minh mausoleum contains a glass <laughs> casket displaying, displaying Uncle Ho's dead body for a steady stream of passerbys to admire. You nasty old bee. Come look at him. You don't get a choice after you're dead. The problem with this one oh. is that people think Uncle Ho looks too good. Interesting. The, is they, the, they think he hasn't decayed enough. So um, was this also the the Russian team came in did their work? Of course, they're getting, who else would you call? They're getting so good. They're getting such like, and they're getting such good work, such good recommendations to all nations around the world. That's so, that could need their services. That's so sad. They did like the their per their op, their magnum opus. Yeah. On Ho Chi Minh, and they're like, it's too good. They're like, I don't believe it. We don't like it. It's too accurate. Can you like? It's it's uncanny valley. <laughs> it's upsetting. Yeah. He's too real. Okay. <laughs> well, what do you what do you want? Let's so, good work. So they think people, I guess, in Vietnam, at least the rumor is, people think that he's fake. That mm. they like replaced him. They gave him a spoiler for <laughs> season one of Stranger Things. <laughs> they gave him the Will Byers treatment, yeah. where he's like a doll with stuffing inside. 
So they think basically that's not him anymore. Yeah. That they just did a recreation. Um, but if you pay two dollars, you can look at him. They're charging for him. That's they don't. I don't think they charge for the other ones. Ooh. I think you can just go see <laughs> Lennon. I think you can just go see Mao. You, you can't see the North Korean Kims, no, but yeah. I don't think I think everybody else is just letting you go. They uh, they make you pay two dollars to see Ho Chi Minh. That's pretty uh, two whole dollars. That's a bad deal. If you live in a communist country, uh, you shouldn't have to pay to see your leader. Maybe it's just for tourists. Hmm. But I don't think they charge in the other places, even for tourists. Yeah. I think you just can go because they want you to go and like experience how good communism is. You know, right? It's propaganda. His mausoleum was closed for renovation during which the Russians came Mm -hmm. to, like, check him out and told them what they think they should do to keep him good-looking. Yeah. Um, But because of that, they during that period is, they think, when they replaced him. Yeah. They made him look better than he looked when he died. So they're like, (laughs) new, improved. I don't think that's him. Like, maybe it was like, this work sounds too hard. We're just going to get a model. And nobody will know. We'll just pretend every once in a while. We'll just close it every once in a while to pretend we're talking to the Russians again. <laughs> like, he's too hot. You made him too hot. We disagree. That's not possible. I saw him right before he died. He looked worse than this. He looked He looked a nasty. He looked terrible. And now he looks good. How'd you make him look good? Fake. Fake? <laughs> it's like, that's just, you know, we do good work. Now we move to Tiananmen Square. Mao Zedong in the box. <laughs> Mao Zedong in the box. Um, despite being one of the first people to sign the proposal of all culture leaders to be cremated after death in 1956, Mao is in a box. Yeah. Uh, In Tiananmen Square. You're going in the box. Your body no longer belongs to you. It never did. Uh, so they put him in the box, obviously. He kind of just the gall of these people to assume that <laughs> their person is private property when they started communism in their country. Um, Lol. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. The irony is no. <laughs> the irony um, is no. You're going in the box. So, like I said, he's in Tiananmen Square. He's on display in the Great Hall of the People, mm-hmm. and um, he was placed in the mausoleum of Mao Zedong, which was erected six months uh, after his death, which is like pretty fast. To yeah. build a mausoleum for him. Yeah, I'm like, good for you. Sure. They have him in a crystal coffin, but Very it, fancy. it took a while. And unfortunately, he died when the Russians and the Chinese weren't, like, friendly. Mm, yeah. <laughs> in the, like, 50s. And so uh, becomes an issue of, like, you know, we don't have the tech and they won't give it to us because they're mad at us. Yeah. Um, we can't get the, 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 the guys. Unfortunately. Yeah. And so because of that, um, they had to do their own thing. Um, they did, however, hold a competition, apparently, no. to build Mao's crystal casket. <laughs> okay, that's better. I thought they were gonna, <laughs> like, no, they can't have a, like, <laughs> cake boss no. preserve our leader competition. Oh, my gosh. It'd be so good. I would watch every episode. I would watch the hell. I'd watch it over and over again. <laughs> but also, you can't. No. Um, that's our new episode of Our Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> We're going to slightly alter the facts, and uh, it's going to be an embalming competition. And, like, can you imagine, like, a nailed it, but with embalming people? Yeah. Nasty. It's the worst thing you've ever seen. <laughs> that's how the Russians feel about Mao. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they think he looks real bad. Nailed it. They're like, he's really ugly. Uh, you did a really bad job because you didn't know what you were doing and you're dumb. <laughs> Basically, is their official statement. Is it true or are they just salty that, you know, because they weren't asked? I have a quote from them that says, I hear the body's in terrible shape. They oh. did very bad work. Oh, no. Shoddy workmanship. Terrible. Mm. That was one of Lennon's embalmers. Like, I heard it's really ugly. <laughs> he hasn't even seen it. Um, but to his, to the point, I guess, uh, in death, they say his ears stuck out funny and his body swelled, and embalmers were forced to cut his suit to keep him from bursting out of it. Mm. So, yeah, doesn't seem like they did a great job they, um, as far as, like, preserving what he actually looked like. Sounds like he's, like, off-gassing a little bit. Yeah, and the Russians are making fun of him for it. They're like, what idiots, huh? We figured this out 30 years ago. <laughs> We've perfected it. You guys are stupid. Um, <laughs> Maybe you so need a rude. bigger box. But they did do a competition, like I said, for his casket. Um, that was held on the down low. You know, they just went directly to people they thought could do it. Could and were do like, it. hey, can you just well, see who mm-hmm. gets this contract from the government? And um, they had it including uh, needing to be earthquake-proof stress tests sure, sure. because they don't want it to shatter and, like, puncture his weird body. And then, like, the juices leak out. <laughs> his weird, nasty body. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. That's how Mao's doing, in case yeah. you're wondering. This is a check-in for all of our dead communist leaders. How you doing? How uh, how have you been? How you doing? So we're I, moving on. Gosh, I, like, the more you go on, the more I'm so <laughs> glad that uh, we don't do this with U.S. presidents. Yep. Because this is all recent enough that, like, I can you imagine if we'd had a Nixon in JFK a bo- in a box, in a box, in a box, Ugh. and you know they would have done it JFK because he got shot and he died so early, you know, if if it could without yeah. obviously looking bad, it's real, real dark, yeah. morbid kind of thing, right? Um, gross. No, thank you. No, I don't know why anyone wants this. Um, now I'm moving on to Chiang Kai Shek and Chiang uh, Chin Kuo who are the former president of Taiwan and his son. Mm. Um, They are embalmed, my quote says, in an earthly purgatory uh, while familiar and political or familial and political forces hash out what to do with their bodies. It sounds like uh, every every description of like a new home lot. (laughs) In this earthy purgatory. Earthly purgatory. Four bedrooms. Three baths. So before Mao was uh, happening. Mm-hmm. Um, Chiang Kai-shek uh, was the leader of China's Nationalist Party. And he was, you know, um, obviously, he is, like, essentially Lenin. Yeah. And then Mao is Stalin, <laughs> basically. So he was in charge, and then he and Mao were fighting because he didn't die early enough like Lenin did. Mm-hmm. And so then uh, Mao obviously wins. China. But that's why there's a quote in um, the entire history of the world, I guess, mm-hmm. of, of Bill Wirtz, where he's like, which one's the real China? <laughs> because oh, yeah. Chiang Kai-shek uh, left Ch- China to settle in Taiwan, basically. Mm-hmm. He had to uh, because of Mao defeating him, essentially, and just kind of hung out there. Um, just hung out. Yeah. And he tried to get back to China and, like, take back over, but obviously didn't work. And so, because of that, we have a problem. Because um, because of that, we have a problem. He and his son both tried to get back into mm-hmm. China and do the thing. I think Chiang Kai-shek died in, like, the late 70s. Yeah, 78. His son died in 88. So, uh, they're both dead in Taiwan. And they want to be buried in their family, like, cemetery or, like, hometown or whatever mm-hmm. uh, in China, like, mainland. Um 
but the Chinese government won't let them do that, obviously, because they're worried about potential, uh, you know, protesting and supporters. Su- yeah, just yeah. support in general. You know, mm. the Chinese government's all about squashing. <laughs> uh, Conflicting voices. Why, why invite it in? Yeah. You know? Right. And they don't want that to give anybody power, so they're like, no, you can't do that. Although, like, who would they be giving power to? I guess just, like, independent groups. I don't know, the Taiwanese who want Any, China? I don't know. Yeah. Um, Any, anyone? Yeah. They don't want anybody to get excited about anything. <laughs> Settle down, Ever. weirdos. <laughs> Ever. So now they're just in Taiwan being preserved in a similar way. Presumably just until they can get them buried in China. Mm-hmm. But that literally might be forever because of the government there. So they're just kind of in a weird limbo in a building in Taiwan. But, like, not in the way of they're being, like, celebrated. They don't even—nobody even wants them to be there. They're just in cold storage. Yeah, they're yeah. just, like, in limbo. Earthy purgatory. They are, exactly. <laughs> Upsetting. So, did they get the special skin suit, et cetera, or— I don't know. Like, There's not as much information about them. They're just being kept. But, yeah, they're just being preserved, I think, just as well as possible. But they're not—I don't think they're on display. Oh, no, it says they're on display. Never oh, mind. Okay. So probably— um, but they're not on display in the same way. You You're know right. what I mean? It's not... There's no celebration really happening I guess here. maybe a bit just because they are on display, but it's kind of like they don't... Nobody wants them to be there. <laughs> I don't think Taiwan wants them to be there. Yeah. I don't think China even wants them to be there, probably. Um, but they also don't want them in. So what are you going to do? Shoot them into space. <laughs> or in, into a volcano. All of the dictators go in space. Like, I mean, if you like the dictators, they become immortal stars in the, sure. the night sky. If you hate them, space garbage. You never have to see them again. Eventually, they will leave the solar system. I mean, I was talking to Kate the other day, and I was like, you know what we need to do? Everybody needs to team up. We're having a garbage problem. Shoot the garbage into space. I don't see why this is an issue. It Because they're... If we want to go into space more in the future, then we have to deal with, like, space garbage. Sure. But we could also just pick a planet like Mars, and we'll just put our space garbage there. Future Martians are like, we hate... Trash planet. So much. (laughs) Well, they'll have to deal with it, but I'll be dead, so I don't care. Also, like, (laughs) how much garbage do we have to get rid of before, like, we just have nothing left here? Also, an alternative plan that's not space-based, but could be... Space-based. Space-based. Man-made, intentional trash island. We make a big island, and that's just where the trash go on purpose instead of on accident. Manhattan. It's just we make it a, no. <laughs> a new one really far away from, yeah. like, like tethered okay. between two islands, but far away from most stuff. And then when it gets filled up like a garbage can, we shoot that into space as, like, a container. That's so much work. I'm just saying. We're not thinking hard enough. <laughs> There and is it gives, like, space programs something to do? Because we're I, always like, what do they do? I mean, we could do They're it. They're doing something right now. We could do it. It's just that uh, it's not a linear um, mm-hmm. graph for, like, mass versus the amount of fuel you need to get things sure. into space. So it would just be, like, an enormous cost. I understand. To move it. But. Um, but. <laughs> have you considered... Let's just all do it anyway. And you know what's cheaper? <laughs> Throwing it in the ocean. Yeah, unfortunately. But what if we throw it in the ocean into a ready-made container <laughs> is what I'm saying. At the very least, uh-huh. do that. Yeah. Come on. Like like a floating dump? Yeah. And then, honestly, 
if it gets full and you just don't want it to float there anymore, you could just sink it, but at least it's contained. Yeah. And it's not hurting it. It's just, like, annoying instead of, like, killing things. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Contained. Why am I not in charge of anything? <laughs> Except for this podcast. Uh, so Clement Gottwald mm. is a dictator in the Czech Republic, which used to be Czechoslovakia. And uh, he, of course, says, like Stalin, Clement Gottwald lived and died hard. <laughs> Play hard, he died dictate hard. Five days after Stalin's funeral. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Oh, you know, if I I didn't mention this, but Stalin died just from just living too hard. He just smoked constantly, drink constantly, no care for health at all. Murder. He knew he was going to die. Stress constantly. And he was like, it might as well be at my own hand from my own vices. Hell yeah. And Clement Gottwald is exactly the same. (laughs) Yeah. When you have access to all the cigars, what are you supposed to do? There's no bigger F you to the rest of the world than to kill yourself as a dictator. With fun. With fun. (laughs) I was living it up, my dude. The CIA is raging. Uh, and he had a burst artery uh, caused jointly by the effects of syphilis and alcoholism. Awesome. No, the one-two punch <laughs> one for two. your arteries. Awesome. I. It's amazing to me how many of these people have syphilis. Uh, Incredible. Like, when when did we—I did an episode on syphilis. I forget when, when we had a treatment for that. I feel like it's by now. So I, think, I feel like at this point they have it's it. Like inten- this is like the 60s. Intentionally 1960s keeping, they don't have it? <clears throat> intentionally keeping a syphilis. Or just, like, be refusing to accept you have it. It's, that's also Or I guess this is true. 1950s, sorry, because it's, like, Stalin died 53. Sure. So this is, and he died right after. <laughs> so 53. Um, anyway, despite the fact that, uh, you know, he died uh, and he was kind of, like, people didn't, like, super love him. Um, but they insist that they embalm him anyway forever. Yeah. Right? Sure. Because that's what everyone else is doing. If we don't do it, we're going to look stupid. Mm-hmm. What, we're the only ones who don't venerate our leaders? No. <coughs> Just because he's weird or whatever. In the future, everyone's going to embalm their leaders, and we're going to be the only losers without a box. We look like idiots. And everything was fine, I guess. But then something went a little wonky while they were preserving his body. He woke up. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, the formula they used uh, was a botched batch, apparently. Oh, no. And so then they had to re-embalm his entire body every 18 months, Ooh, which is he, frequent. Is he worth it? And then uh, they did that until the 1960s when he started leaking formaldehyde. No. <laughs> while... Appearing, uh, quote, a stomach-churning black color. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Progressive putrefaction, as it were. Oh, God. Oh. He just starts, like, and he's on display. Yeah. And then he's just, like, leaking. From whence? And it's black-colored. Just everywhere? Couldn't be worse. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't say where. It just says he started leaking. What an embarrassment. Oh, gosh. It's so upsetting. God. So then his successor was like, we should just <coughs> bury him. <laughs> we should not let or whatever. that happen. Uh, so they cremated him in yeah. 1962, which is for the best. Throw him in the oven. You know? Yeah. He's the only one that I don't know whether or not he wanted to be buried or cremated because they didn't say. Don't care. I don't think. But, you know, we can make up for all the ones we didn't cremate. We'll just cremate this guy. I mean, like, if he wanted to be buried, I'm sorry, you're leaking black 
goo. We can't do that. We can't let that it's get in. It's going to mess up the ground <laughs> and gonna stuff. It's going to get into the water the supply. The can't do that. Kill whole villages. You got to go. We have to burn you. Um, this last one might be the most upsetting. <gasps> yes. Mm, I don't think it's going to be in the yes way. Well, I, I mean, uh, in the yes is in oh no way. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but our only female on this list is uh, oh. Ava Peron. And um, Atlas Obscura and I understand that she's not communist technically. But, oh. like, she is very uh, progressive. And it's very, like, what her, like, uh, politics were very anti-religion. And they were very kind of Marxist-y. So, sure. And they did the same thing to her. So we're going to do it anyway. It's, it's off-brand. Close Mar- enough. Marxism. Not quite communist. Yes. Okay. And let's us go. Now we've been, guys, we've been all around the world. All we over. went to, we went to Southeast Asia. We've been in East Asia. We've been in North Asia, Eastern Europe, and then now, and and in uh, Western Europe is, I guess, Czech Republic's probably not Western Europe, mid-Europe, Man. and then now we're in South America. Yes, finally. Didn't, I'm sorry we didn't make it to Africa. They don't do this, I guess. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Or at least none that were on this list. Please don't do it. Don't. don't. Anyway, so Ava Peron, um, just a quick summary. People know about her because of Evita. There's a musical about her. But uh, basically she was an actress, and then she married um, a Juan Peron, who is he, – he becomes the leader of uh, Argentina. And so then she's the, like, you know, the leader's wife, and everybody likes her a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, she is cancer. Uh, she passes away July 26, uh, 1952, and her corpse is meticulously prepared, quote, by a man renowned for his deft skills in the art of death. Mm. Um, so for two years after, her body is displayed in Juan Perón's home. He's in her house. There's something, as soon as I knew it was going to be a woman, I'm like, oh. Yep. Because there's, it's different. Yep. Yeah. Don't like it. Um, Don't like it. It's gross. It's it's the most objectifying you can possibly be. <laughs> yep. And he's at his house. Like, at least put her out, I guess, like everybody else. She's like uh She's like she's like a taxidermied animal in his house. Right. Just like like a Han Solo freezed into his cube. This is why you shouldn't get statue. married. It's bad. <laughs> this, this is why. This is why you never get married. This is why you don't get married, because they do this to you. Especially to men. Yep. Um, (laughs) Anyway, uh, they were going to, I guess, bury her eventually. But they were like, let's just keep her around for a minute. Were they? I guess. Were they? The problem is uh, Juan Perón, uh, sorry, spoilers, um, but Juan Perón (laughs) is exiled by a military coup. And so then Ava disappears for 20 years. I don't like that. It's been 20 years. <laughs> Wait, it has been? Or she she went missing for 20 years? She went and, missing for 20 years. And then we they know what happened. And then they found her. They found her. I hate that. Well, they she wasn't actually missing. So in 1971, they don't know where she is. Mm-hmm. Um, but then eventually they said, fine, uh, yeah, she's here. Um, we have her in Milan uh, in a fake name because they just didn't want anyone to mess with her. Italy? Uh, Spain. Okay. I think. Uh, yeah. Because Juan Perón is in Spain. So they just, they sent her to Spain where he ran away and they just didn't tell anyone because, I don't know. Huh. 
And he just... But eventually they were like, she's in Spain. Yeah, sorry, did you think that was a mystery? She's just been here. Yep. And so uh, they took her out, and then... It might be Milan in Argentina, Mm. actually. Uh, I didn't know they had Milan. It sounds like it. It's just one of those names that are everywhere. You know. It's like Paris, Texas. It's like, which one are we talking about? I don't know. Paris, Texas. (laughs) Or France. Or France. Hard to say. Or... So, no, I think there's a Milan in Argentina, and then they fly her to Spain, which is where Juan Perón is, Mm. um, to be like, here's your wife. I I don't know why. Your property. I don't know why they give her back now. They've had her for 20 years where she was just hiding. I guess. So, like, what's the point? Just being nice? I don't know. I don't think it's nice because it's not nice to uh, Ava. It's nice if you're a man who owns her. I guess. Because, yeah, uh, by this time, Juan Perón is on his third wife, Isabel. Oh, my God. In Spain. And they get Ava uh, and they put her on their dining room table. In no. Spain. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Imagine being the newest wife. Yeah. And the old wife gets shipped in uh, taxidermied. Right. Uh, um, bye. And then he puts her on the dining room <laughs> table. Like, bye? So clearly you haven't, mm. like, moved on. Yeah. Or your your relationship with women is bad. It's really bad, it's dude. It's bad. So they leave her there for two years on the table. And then uh, Juan Perón becomes popular again in Argentina. So he moves back to be in charge again. Oh, God. You know, he does a Napoleon. He takes a break and then he comes back. Yeah. Although his is like 20-year break. But then they like him again. You know, the new generation says, you know what? I miss Juan Perón. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like fashion. I know he taxidermies women and then keeps them around, but, you know. It's like, yeah. Better than what we have, I guess. Fashion goes in 20-year cycles. So do dictators. Yeah. yeah. So if you can just live long enough after you leave, they'll ask for you to come back. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, he comes back in 1973, and then he and Isabel are in charge. Um, But he dies in office in that same year, and so then uh, Isabel... Um, has uh, Ava buried. Well, that's nice. As she should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as soon as she's in charge, she's like, well, you should bury the woman. This is sad and creepy. <laughs> and I didn't like when she was on the table. I'm just trying to eat cereal. And she takes up a lot of the space. It's, and um, I don't like looking at her while I eat it. It's incredibly gauche to have any table setting for over two years. Yeah, don't have the same one. But then it's like his ex-wife. Right, and it's just like, doesn't that feel threatening? Yeah. Like, like this, this could be you? Yeah. I mean, at that point, I'm like, you can't divorce him anymore. No. Because you're going to end up in a box. He's going to do and this. And he's going to keep you. He's going to get a collection going. He's going to be like, she died of cancer, quote unquote. It's very, um, <laughs> no. whenever someone tries to make Batman villains sympathetic, mm-hmm. uh, Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But sure. this is why, uh, like, Mr. Freeze doesn't Freeze <laughs> doesn't do it for me. Yeah. I know there's, like, a reason, and he's trying for love. to— For love and, like, finding a cure, et cetera. But, um, creepy? Bad. This is what he does. Ooh, what if they did a new Batman movie, and this is what Dr. Freeze does? Yeah. And he's Russian. <laughs> he just, like, keeps her out on the table. Brilliant. For lunch. I love it. I think uh, literal fridging <laughs> on yes. a table. Yes, I I would love that. Uh, so yeah, that is the episode for this one. <laughs> 
That's communist mummies for you. Start, and start with Evita. Lenin and with Batman. And with Batman. That's the only way to go. Um, so that's how gross everyone is. Thanks for listening. <laughs> You're right. I don't I don't want to eat any of them. Nope. They're really bad. Really gross. Weird. Some of them leak. Some of them are missing feet skin. Some of them uh, are now, you know, buried like they should be. Uh, some of them might be stuffed. Edible literally. mummies are only really edible if they, like, dry. And you still shouldn't. It's just, it's so disgusting. <laughs> it's so bad. All cannibalism is gross. <laughs> All of it. Some of it is just more acceptable. It's true. Because it's, like, required. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't, you should, you should not do not optional. For, for fun. Optional. For fun and health. Health. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. But, you know, they did a lot of stuff back in the day. For fun and health. For fun and health. <laughs> the only mummy that has provided health is Lennon. So we should have just stopped at him. Yeah. No one else has given us anything. So maybe Mao gave us shatterproof coffin box crystal thing. And but they won't, they won't share. And the idea for a hit uh, do-it-yourself <laughs> challenge series. It's the new one. You know, there's like, it used to just be like cakes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, now they're doing like glass blowing. I've seen yeah. them do tattoos. I've seen them do body painting. Body painting. I've seen them do hair. Flower arranging. They do, you know. Dog clothes. Cutting. Dog yeah. hair cutting. The next one's embalming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Competition. I can sense they're getting desperate enough. They're close. <laughs> I think they're close. Call the Russians. They'll help. They probably won't. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening today. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed this episode. (laughs) Learned many things. Bomb your dictator today. (laughs) Today. Yeah, before they even die. Do it right now. (laughs) You know, why wait? And, you know, I don't don't know if this list is updated. It's like, what what happened to Fidel Castro, you know? Um, What's he doing? You mean his clones? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How many of those are involved? (laughs) When they got like eight of them. There's like clones. They're disposable. They have yeah. extras. It's true. Did they embalm the real one? I don't know. How long has the real one been dead? But like, Question. if you embalm the real one, it kind of exposes your your shell game. Well, now they're pretending like he's dead, dead though. Mm-hmm. So like, maybe they can do it now. They, they embalm. Like, Look, we did it. Someone. Yeah. It's... Now it's his quote unquote brother. Uh-huh. They just move the genes a little. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, I hope you learned things. Uh, email us. Let us know. I don't know. What, what do you know about embalming? Or are you Which em- Which embalmed? communist dictator did you wish they had embalmed that they didn't? BuzzFeed quiz, <laughs> which embalmed dictator are, are you? you? <laughs> I mean, random people can write BuzzFeed quizzes. We should do that one. I hate it, but I love it. Anyway, bye. Bye. Oh, bye. I say hysterical history podcast at gmail.com. Email us and leave us. You know, reviews, iTunes, Stitcher, blah, blah, blah. Bye. Bye.